Welcome everyone to another Freedom 35 or sit down. This is a series where we get to know more about artists and creators in the scene of T-Space. My name is Tommy. I go by T-O-M-Y. My name is TJ. I go by Lazy T. And I am the other Tom. I go by Lavish Bear. And tonight we're joined by Rona Walter over with Serenity Pictures. She's the writer, director, and creative producer of the feature film Toxica on the Cardano blockchain. Rona, welcome on. Hello. Thank you so much for having me tonight. We're excited. Uh, this is something way different than what we're normally used to, uh, a movie on side of uh, in built in with NFTs. Um, I think it's a crazy concept just in general when you say it out loud. Um, I think uh, for us, I, I, you know, I don't even know where to start um, really with between the two, but uh, I guess just to kind of introduce you and what you do over there. Can you give us a little bit of background real quick um, on, in, your, in your role into this project? Oh, yeah. Well, my role in this project is a little bit different than from what I usually do. I'm usually a director and creative producer. So that means I build sets, I make props, I make dresses, costumes, and so on, character design. Um, I used to be a music video director for heavy metal, gothic music videos for a very long time. I then drifted off into wildlife photography. I'm also a diver. So I did a little bit of Nautic and underwater um, coral reef oh, um, cool. camera work. That's cool. That was pretty cool. Diving with sharks and little turtles. <laughs> Big turtles too. <laughs> I was on board until um, you said sharks. <laughs> no, they're fine. They're lovely. <laughs> Once you have your paid your respects to, to those beautiful creatures, but yeah. it was really good. Um, then I kind of relocated to the UK. I was born in the UK, but I, I haven't lived there in a while and uh, made my first short film and um, met my crew and also my partner who is, who is part of Serenity Pictures. We are three people and we started making short films with something called 48 hour challenge. So you basically do that with a science fiction um, production company in London. They give you a title, they give you a topic and a line a character has to say. And in two days only, you have to cast, produce, direct, um, write and finish the whole thing, make your props, everything in two days. Wow. And <laughs> if you do that for a little while, you're going to be, I think it's a good boot camp for every filmmaker. Um, and you just get to know yourself a bit better as a filmmaker. Um, yeah, then we made our first feature film, Place Redemption, mm -hmm. which was made um, for traditional release. So you can watch it on Amazon, iTunes, Google Play, whatever, Apple uh, TV, um, just to see if we can make a feature film in the first place, because it's a massive endeavor. Mm -hmm. um, you have to basically marry a project for two years right. and love it. And um, after we did that, we decided that I too would like to direct a feature film because I creative produced Clay's Redemption. And mm -hmm. that was when we made Toxica. So um, we just did it again, but we raised the bars quite a bit. We said we wanted to have more fights, more practical effects, everything more, back, bigger, better, just to right. prove that we can do it. So nobody can ever tell us what we can, what our restrictions are. Yeah. I think that's um, a crazy endeavor. Like you said, it's years in the making and it's cool to hear the background from you guys. I'll definitely have to check that out. So Clay's Redemption is the film that you guys have made. I saw that when we were looking it up. Um, one question that we always ask everybody before we get into what the movie is and all the inspiration behind it. Um, why Cardano? What was the reason uh, that you got into this blockchain and um, what is your experience with CNFTs? Well, we literally just entered Cardano about two months ago. Okay. Um, so last year in December, 
we were at a point with the movie where we got con we got uh, offers from traditional distribution companies and i just noticed through my experience with clay's redemption being released traditionally that we wanted and needed more exposure we needed to be more out there and show what we can do yeah. and with traditional methods it wouldn't have been possible you you just especially as an indie filmmaker your movie comes out and within two days you are released with 50 other movies um on all the platforms and nobody talks about you after a day or two or if they even find you um so we were fairly disappointed that people didn't even not even people who were in the movie knew about its release mm. and um we just noticed that that is not what we wanted and the film industry had changed so much throughout the pandemic especially that with Toxica we turned down uh, all the contracts and we decided since we have a completely finished film there's not really a loss for us we can literally do with it we could self-distribute it whatever it would have been better than mm -hmm. going the traditional way um, and we have more exposure and people talk about it more which the movie and and the people deserve and we met this friend who worked on Cardano for quite a while and he told us a lot about it and which we understood like 10 percent yeah. but now we understand 20 so we're getting yeah. there <laughs> it's five okay. more than me same yeah. same <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a completely different it's the opposite end of the scale from what we were used to um so i i just i was given the opportunity to try it and i said look what there's nothing we can lose so let's let's just do it um, find our audience, find a specific audience, and also make people aware of that making a movie with little resources is still possible with high value. So just to maybe inspire other people, other artists, that you can do bigger and better if you, you know, if you mm -hmm. if you want to do it and if you are hungry to raise your bar. So we talked to him and he introduced us to Cardano specifically because Cardano is basically um, what he called the rebels among the blockchains. Right. And we needed that. Yeah. We were looking into Ethereum and others, but we just noticed Cardano has a completely different mentality and a mentality we missed in the film industry very much. Mm -hmm. And a mentality we really wanted and needed for our movie to be something more than just a, another release. Um, yeah, so basically that was the reason I checked it out. I liked how it works. And then we met Retro NFTs and Soup and Sando, who took yeah. our hand and make sure that we are not like spinning toddlers, setting something on fire. Yeah. And <laughs> just go, you know, towards the goal, laser focus. I can imagine too. I mean, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not in film, I, but the distribution to sign on, you kind of have to go along then with these larger companies too. So you may have to kind of give up some things that or you know even compromise some of your vision i think if they want things a certain way and they kind of hold the keys to that like well if you want to distribute it you got to come through us anyway at least it's probably how it was more like 10 years ago there's a lot more avenues i guess now but i assume going the route you guys have gone you've kind of got to retain a lot more control of it yourself i mean it's all yours i mean you get to make all the decisions now as opposed to kind of being at you know a distribution or another company that's going to do international releases and stuff and kind of catering to what they also want for their more marketable, whatever reasons they may come up with uh, that doesn't match with yours. Has that been the case? I mean, have you guys been enjoying that a little more where you're able to really kind of control all the, the entire thing now and, and have full control over it? 100%. I mean, it's not a secret. These movie contracts are basically between seven and 10 years. 
And in that time, if they want to make a remake or a prequel or sequel, and there's nothing else they do at the moment, then they can do that. You don't get much. You get like your 3% or something. Um, and especially when you don't have big budget. So you need two to three million dollars for marketing. And that is something is manifold more than we had to make an entire movie. So mm-hmm. obviously we didn't have that money. Movie self-funded by myself and Carlos, our producer. And um, it's also that the contracts were old. <laughs> Not only yeah. did we find fax numbers on it, but which is time. like a complete <laughs> vintage contract. Right. <laughs> So, and, and, and then it was really what you have to give them for what you're getting back. And I'm not willing to give up an entire IP and everything for 10 years and getting next to no exposure, nothing back. So, yeah. Like yeah, I mean, you hear that just, I mean, even simple things like, hey, we shot our film in black and white. Well, hey, we tested it with some focus groups. We're going to digitally re-edit it to bring color into it. And it's like, that's not the movie mm-hmm. we made. That wasn't at all what we were planning on. So just thinking of things like that, like, on a minor end, but um, I can imagine Cardano or just doing it the way you're doing it allows a lot more opportunities and really for you to be able to connect with your audience too and, and see the people that are interested as opposed to them just kind of pushing it out to the markets that they're already opening those distribution companies. So that's why it's been so interesting. You know, when Tommy told us about this, I think it was from Taco Tuesday, Tommy, and you heard about them. Um, or where? I, the honestly, I, I've, no, it was from Soup and Sando. Uh, okay he had, re- he had reached it it was from soup and sando yeah he had reached out and said because he's he's guided us with some other people inside the space as well and he he's been inside of some of our twitter spaces um and he he kind of just hit us up and was like hey you guys should kind of check these out you know it's a different kind of thing inside of cardano right now it's a movie and i was like i don't understand like how does that work like what you know what's the deal with that so the more i looked into it i think that's how like um we eventually somehow i think i was i was in your discord a while before we even got a chance to connect um so i was just kind of looking at it and then like everything in the space like a million other projects start coming out and i get like you know detached and unfocused and then somehow we got brought back to after the dms and he shot us a, a message so i'm glad that you did though because um you know like i said it's just neat, neat to learn about and it's also, I think it's where, you know, the future of like movies and just all kind of media content is kind of can kind of push to is towards that blockchain because it really gives, like you said, the artists, the creators to kind of really have the freedom to do what they want to do. Um, and I think that's the most important thing you get to, you get to see more variety um, and just, it pushes things forward. Um, so that that's one of the things that I like about what you guys are doing and you being a creative producer too. Like I said, you get the chance to really express your vision without anybody telling you what to do which is nice. Yes. I mean, that's every filmmaker's goal, isn't it? You you have to, like I said, you have to marry that project for years and not just the project and the idea, but your cast, your crew. And, you know, you have to live with a lot of things that don't work out the way you want it to. Even if you have money, you know, sometimes there are things mm-hmm. you just can't solve with money. And uh, we learned that the hard way. Um, but the thing is just that if someone would give me a couple of grants and say, look, you have to change A, B, C, and D. I, I would, I couldn't do it because I, I know myself so well that I probably couldn't stay in love and focused with it for that long. Yeah. Because you also have to be attached to post-production and, and, and everything, you know, you're not just leaving set when your movie's shot and I just couldn't do it. And, and I think that's another reason we really, want to be with Cardano for one we we really want to make our movies mm-hmm. and we want to make more movies we we already made two we have a big fat slate of movies we can make and we want to make and which are very doable 
uh, without being super low value or, or being super low um, plots or something. You can do more than just two people sitting in a room for two hours, you know, mm-hmm. um, with little, even if you have little money, you just have to re reimagine a couple of things and you have to reverse engineer it. That's basically how we did both movies. We wrote down lists of what we had um, and what we had access to and what we could make ourselves right away and who wanted a, a chance from our actors' friends or, or crew friends and just said, okay, what do I want to do? I want to do a noir thriller in terms of place redemption or action adventure with Lovecraftian body horror elements in terms of Toxica. And, and so we just said, look, what can I do with it? What kind of plot can I make and craft with what I have right now? So yeah, it's basically how you have to do it. Well, that's one thing I wanted a perfect segue into the next question is um, what was the inspiration behind the movie Toxica and what is it about? Well, that what it is about is easier. It is about (laughs) (laughs) uh, a former stunt woman. Her name is Augusta Alex and she has a self-inflected problem. So she cannot work as a stunt woman anymore. She then moonlights as a dodgy PI. She even beats up people for money uh, just to get, you know, from one day to another. And at some point she has to solve a case for her slightly mafioso boss. And she gets infected or in touch with something that is definitely ancient and mysterious. And it's absolutely not from this world. There's something Lovecraftian going on and she doesn't quite know where it can take her, if it's good or not, probably not. Otherwise wouldn't have a movie. And (laughs) who else is involved? So not everybody is the way you see them and you can label them. Some people you see and you assume they are certain characters, but they are not. So it's just what you see is not always what you get. Um, And Augusta was basically written as a man, as a male. Mm. And I was talking to an actor about that role. Unfortunately, I uh, couldn't get him. He was he couldn't commit for that long for movie to movie. And um, the day he's, he declined our offer, uh, an old friend, an actress who worked with us in the past on two movies, actually, she's in Clay's Redemption too. And she's in our award-winning movie, Story of Frank, which is also on Amazon. and. She came to us, she was around and she said, look, you have an opportunity for me. Is there something I I can do? So I hired her and she is also a dancer like myself. And she also wanted to have more screen uh, stage combat experience. And I thought that's perfect. That's just what I want to do. So Alfie became Augusta. And at the time I wrote it, I kind of like wanted to write something inspired by action adventure movies of the 1990s like a bit with horror elements such as the mummy or the relic you know something ancient and mysterious and and alien being there but action adventure it's just fun just write out fun no no messages no political whatever just fun um so yeah that's what we did and when the movie was finished it became more and more obvious that it was like a self exorcism of myself, like the way Augusta was and how she behaved because she wasn't rewritten. She stayed the same, like just mm-hmm. the actress gave her a different touch. Um, and so she just worked as a character, any relatable, inspiring character, man or woman. And yeah, and I just noticed there's more in there about me than I thought it would be, Yeah, uh, which was a bit scary. 
<laughs> and imagine nice. that's almost hard to, you know, not have to some degree where, you know, you guys are so invested in it like this, it's going to have just pieces of yourself written into it and, and in the creative process throughout it anyway. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, my life has changed a lot since we made the movie and while we made the movie, but um, it just became more and more me what was in the movie in the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's super interesting. I, I think, like you said, when you get a little more freedom into in the creative process, I think, yeah, you have the opportunity to kind of inject more of, you know, your vision yourself into it. So um, I'm glad. Do you ever do, do any stunts in the past? I did yourself? not. I, I uh, used to dance and I used to fence because I'm a, I'm a posh girl. I used to go to private school. So nice. <laughs> I used to do all these things. Nice. Um, but yeah, I love I love stage combat. And we've done it before with Clay's Redemption on a slightly lower scale. And with Toxica, we really wanted to go into um, three completely different fights. So she changes. I don't want to spoil too much, but mm-hmm. she changes. And that has to reflect in her fighting uh, routine and how mm-hmm. she moves and how she behaves. And also she fights different people. So we really went completely crazy and, and had a fight choreographer who did a couple of these Robin Hood and Merlin and Arthur, you know, like these fantasy films. Um, but he he's extremely good. He's really, really attentive. And, and he just got a massive list from me, what I wanted and what I needed in there. And he he did it all. He he literally ticked all the boxes and made it super dynamic and, and watchable. I love him very very happy of what we did there and I know like the amount of time and work and effort that goes into this but also like working with like those kind of things work with the fight choreographer is that a blast is that like just tons of fun to do on I mean you gotta you know love coming to work some days and you're doing that kind of stuff it's just got to be like man it's pretty cool to do it is it, and it's fun and and it just showed me that I have to I mean the thing is we had a mini mini tiny crew we had like five people who did practical effects and everything and people were obviously busy so we had motor bike scenes we shot out of a vintage um cabriolet while it was driving on the highway we shot our vintage ducati monster and a stunt driver and you know we 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 had a, a five people had to do the job of a 50-headed crew basically including cooking <laughs> and uh, <laughs> management and everything if something went wrong you know someone has to do the this settling for you because you're busy you're directing um and building the set on the side and getting your actors into everything so i just had to learn like with especially stunt fights and practical effects that i have to trust them and that was a problem for me in the beginning because i like to do I like to do it myself, so it's mm-hmm. done. But just saying, look, this is the list. This is my script. This is what I want to see, what she's going through. You make me three fights who are completely different um, and just leave it there because you won't have time to check on him. You have to trust that what he does is what you want. Mm-hmm. And, and luckily it was. And then That's... when you're the crew that size, if you're you know directing, are you also doing like the director of photography as well and uh, lighting and all that kind of stuff too? Well, we had a guy, a very good friend of ours who did a couple of music videos as well. He was our DP because he has a massive array of the nicest camera equipment and he had no chance to test it. What do you don't do with a music video sometimes, you know, or shoot films. So we said, yeah, go crazy. He did also the lighting. So he did all the cinematography. Um, but yeah, he was the only guy who only wore one hat. 
the rest of us was literally doing but but i needed him to be focused i needed it's a tall him to hat. yeah 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 <laughs> a tall hat and he needed to check out my references he had to watch things and everything so yeah and setting up a a, a set a lighting is is just takes you two or three hours i can imagine like, well that kind of want to bring me to the next question too is who is the team behind the movie i'll bring this up here as we screen share too to kind of give a little bit of background but this is when we go to the website over here on serenitypictures.com um can you give us a little bit of background about how you know this team this small crew that you guys did have to make this uh this film well um three of us are in the pictures <laughs> yeah um so you see myself you see carlos who is not also my soulmate and love he also is a really really good director he's um very different from my style but he does he did clay's redemption he's more gritty he works a lot with with neon colors he's a former he's a painter still he paints mm -hmm. so and you can see that so he paints with colors um he is his own dp he was uh, he shot clay's redemption handheld oh, wow. uh, he's also a prop maker he makes things that look so damn real out of nothing it is it is really really cool he made lightsabers for his jedi's code for his star wars fan film it, it looks just amazing oh, wow. um then we have evo our producer who not only tries to keep everything in line like a mother hen and not let us stray too far, who also keeps us on time and tells us you only have 10 minutes because, you know, <laughs> we have to hurry right now. Mm -hmm. Or police is around the corner, you pack it up and run and finish it <laughs> first. Which happened. I got arrested twice, not for the movies, but somewhere else. Um, oh, wow. And the good thing about him is he is very patient and he loves paperwork, which is okay. so rare. It's great. So he does it all. Um, and the other two guys are retro NFTs who basically really guide us through the world of NFTs and Cardano and to know everything that is uh, possible and that's very difficult. And for them, nothing is impossible, which is mm -hmm. exactly what we need because, you know, self-limiting is not our thing. And um, yeah, the two guys who are not in the picture, three guys, um, one of them is our cameraman, John. That's the fourth party of our crew. And the fifth one is our uh, guy, Brandon, who is actually has the biggest Hollywood career for us all. He is a monster maker and prop maker for, he did uh, armors in Gladiator and Troy. He oh, wow. um, worked on John Carter on the practical effects. He worked on Alien 3 and Prometheus. Um, oh, so yeah, wow. he does a lot of stuff. And basically the leftovers of Prometheus and now the practical effects and Lovecraftian props in Toxica. Oh, wow. I see yeah. a good, good group of uh, people built, built behind this. This isn't just some amateur stuff. You guys have some real professional experience here. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That no, was they're one all really good. I mean, John also is an editor and he worked for Warner Brothers for the um, Harry Potter TV series. He did a lot of the moving pictures, you know, when yeah. you see newspapers and things move. And he also did the opening credits and moving stuff in my Harry Potter fan film, Minerva. And yeah, it, it, they, they all have the talent, but they just don't get a chance to, to do what they actually want to do. Right. And that's when they came to us and said, look, can, can we maybe do what we want to do, you know? And mm -hmm. we just said, yeah, go crazy. I mean, you know, as long as it's within the realm of what I want to see in the end. As that's far refreshing as that... to hear. Oh, go ahead, DJ. Yeah, I was just wondering about the NFT part. So I know you had an open mint for the trailers uh, last month. When the film is released, is it going to be, uh, is the ticket essentially going to be the access to watch the film or is it going to be a piece of art or 
how's the NFT going for the when the film is released? Well, before the film release, we have the artwork, which starts next week. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have Augusta artwork, different um, outfits and everything. Um, and yes, exactly. And yeah, you see them here. Really nice and funky. It's only a few of them. We do a bit more. Right. Um, yeah, and some gadgets she uses in the film. But how she uses them in the film, you have to, have to watch. Ah, that's giving me a little bit of a clue yeah, right cool. there. Yeah, I can start to see some, uh, some something growing out of her right here. Because I was going to throw it back to that. As you guys minted 65 of the trailers already currently. Mm-hmm. That's the current mint that's been done. Um, mm-hmm. I will let this trailer play in the background here while we're talking about it. Um, so what was the purpose of releasing the trailers via an nft well for one we wanted to see if we are in the right platform if if we have interested parties at all um and we literally just wanted to see how many people minted how how much is going on i mean it was like 28 or something um yeah so we didn't really make much much with it but um we just wanted to see um how it works technically because usually um videos on cardano or even on other blockchains are not very long. Um, yeah. That's the reason other feature filmmakers release episodic, like 10 minutes each or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so we wanted high resolution, we wanted 4K, and we also wanted um, just to see how people respond to, first of all, something being done already, which we haven't found in another direction. We found a couple of short mm-hmm. films and episodes, but we haven't found another completely finished feature film that doesn't need any more funding or anything. Um, And then we really just wanted to see how it works without a ticket. So if we, for example, the movie TJ will also be released without a ticket. So you're getting basically a DVD or a Blu-ray for your wallet. So you have the movie, yeah. Well, that's, that's a neat concept because yeah I, I saw that, that 65 of these were minted I was curious I was like I missed out on the mint day on that because I know we had talked a little bit prior to this about trying to get a sit down before all this happened um so when those minted I'm looking on secondary market and nobody's selling these things first off <laughs> um <laughs> which is really cool uh just in general but uh, yeah the first I don't know is this the first official movie on Cardano I don't know if you guys could can you guys I've heard of that? definitely yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's hard to, it's hard to say that but definitely the first I've heard of at least and that's why even hearing your team and crew like you said Tom they got a lot of professionals it's refreshing on Cardano because sometimes there's so many projects that come out that make a lot of promises and they don't you don't have any idea who the team are they'll just kind of have a random alias and say oh well we've worked in this field for three years but it's like we're doing what capacity you know what what were you doing can you show us anything and they they don't really offer anything as far as what they've done in the past or or their you know resume or expertise um so to see the group you've gotten together here and then also you know we can we can go ahead and watch the trailer we can watch past movies it's just refreshing to see that where it's all well established and it gives you that much more faith and and encouragement when you're going to actually get in and mint this or watch this and be interested in it as opposed to see so many projects that are promising games and stuff like that where it's like you need a team of 500 people to do what you guys are saying so to see you guys is definitely refreshing yeah and i realize i was gonna say with a small team as well um, Mm -hmm. for what you guys were able to accomplish i mean that's that's amazing just to even see this right right here in, in front of us i mean you have to shoot from the hip every now and then uh, and you have to just every now and then cut your losses. So when when they offered us to, or like told us if they distribute our movie, uh, the 
traditional way. They said, oh, we can, can we re-edit it? I said, I think it's impossible because what we shot, what you see in the movie is literally what we shot. There is no scene we um, have as an alternative or an extra scene. There's nothing on the cutting, cutting room floor because we simply didn't have it. It was, mm -hmm. it was literally what you see is what we shot. And this is the only way the movie works. And if you would uh, change anything or cut anything out and you are not us, <laughs> where yeah. we know we know what to cut out. Because if, for example, Netflix comes and says, hey, we would like to, because Netflix doesn't buy movies. Um, but if they say for the next two years, we kind of like rent you movie or something, we would make a different cut simply because, you know, we would take out something or, change something very subtly so it's not the same edition as the Cardano community gets so it's still exclusive for Cardano um, okay. but yeah it's, it's simply it wouldn't be possible you know it th this is what it is and if if they want to offer us to recut it it wouldn't have worked and I didn't want it altered simply yeah no waste of time it really sounds like too with that kind of crew and and you know with the budget and everything it's really like we got to get this and it's on to the next one and just, I think you said um uh, Ivo um, was kind of the one keeping you guys moving along like that because there's just you know no, no waste of time let's keep going we got to get this done yeah. um, and if you don't have it it's I mean I remember the uh, burlesque scene where one of the girls is playing a, a very unique character and she's a burlesque dancer and our time ran out by about two hours and when we had to shoot her big burlesque dance scene. Our entire crew left, obviously, apart from me uh, and my, my DP, because, you know, to shoot it, um, to make it more per private for her. And suddenly people kept streaming in, guests of the pub, of the, of the location we were in. And the owner said, well, your time is up. I said, can I have like 10 minutes to shoot that scene? And yeah. he didn't want to give it to us. So people came in with drinks, moving literally over our camera equipment and everything and just oh, wow. sat down and started drinking beer wow. and I was <laughs> honestly I thought any minute now someone comes up to the stage and puts a dollar or something in her pants I was oh. so sure of it <laughs> and it didn't happen <laughs> but it would have been great that's amazing did you catch that on camera all right perfect yeah. that's the blooper reel right there we were waiting for that cut no <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's actually amazing to hear like the backstory between some of this stuff um uh, yeah you never hear that kind of you know you don't get that chance to sometimes to hear what the behind the scenes are so that's cool to hear some something like that as we're getting a chance i think i saw it here in the trailer that little scene or a teaser of that uh, one thing that's cool too about the blockchain too of being able to mint this stuff you can see all the metadata it gives you a little bit of you know a little clue into what's going on here is it says an injured stunt woman is infected by an ancient biological compound when a side job as a pi goes wrong so i think that kind of alludes to what you were talking about where there's some you know something is going to happen as, as the movie progresses um, with her fighting and stuff like that so uh, that's cool to see and interesting so is there anything for the trailers out of these 65 or is there any kind of exclusive content or something that you know if you hold one of these that may give you a little bit of an extra benefit um, in the future for serenity pictures Absolutely. So if you have, if you own the trailer, it is also um, your multi-pass, what we call multi-pass. So um, not only do you have access to specific VIP areas, as in, um, for example, um, behind the scenes, gag reel, making offs, um, yeah, all these things we, we would not release otherwise like that. Also, you can watch uh, how we made our award-winning short films because we, we share the short films. We share all our, our short films bit by bit in on Discord, but we only share interviews and making offs and everything behind the scenes 
um, in the VIP area. Mm-hmm. And also it will have influences on, on future um, involvements. But I, we're talking about that when we really, when we survived phase one. Right, right now, this is already overwhelming. And the most imagine. important thing is every VIP member will probably, uh, or not probably, but will get involved with a screening in London. Oh, wow. Oh, so wow. that is that's awesome i gotta find somebody slipping on the secondary market to, to get one <laughs> another reason to get to london tommy i know right well that's that's amazing <laughs> to hear that because i was actually curious as to what was the benefit of owning that so that's cool and i know a lot of things in the blockchain are being able to use tokens or trail whatever it may be some sort of way to buy into um you know future involvement inside the project to become part of that club i think discord and twitter have kind of started being uh cultivating their own communities with these all these different projects so it's a cool way to get involved uh directly with you and the team um more intimately than you normally would be able to do um in the real world uh what so one of the things moving forward here so you guys have dropped now the trailer that nft drop has happened you guys have a new um nft drop which is the uh, is it augusta is that we're augusta, pronouncing that? yeah it's augusta. the artwork okay. that's the oh. next one next week so that's okay. march 21st to the 20th so you guys have a week Kind of minting period for that how many of the the nfts are going to be released in that drop i think we have about two thousand for about 48 two. each i think i okay i know yeah. it's 48 each for people okay. <laughs> yeah we can go ahead and we'll link that in there so about two thousand of these things for 48 and what and I, I see here as obviously there's some some sort of rarity there's like you said there's mm-hmm. more collectibles uh, for augusta that you can kind of see on here and it kind of gives you a you know, an, uh, a little teaser of the keep an eye on them. You might need them too. Um, exactly. I don't know. If, can you, I don't know if you can elaborate any, anything on that um, at all, or is that just something people are going to need to, you know, if they want to find out, go ahead and collect them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she's dead silent on that. I can't tease too much, TJ or Tommy. No, 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 no comment. <laughs> yeah, know, that's fine. I always like, like, go like and see what I can get away with. You know, just uh, what I do in these interviews. Uh, how do I answer that question? Uh, no comment. Yeah. <laughs> is, is Augusta so. from the UK, the, the character, or um, is, is she American? She is American indeed. She, the actress is indeed uh, Scottish, just like myself, but she That's also has a weird accent, just like myself. Um, <laughs> so she, she tried an American accent. And fun fact, she actually went, uh, had lessons from the same acting coach and accents of dialect coach as Tom Holland, Spider-Man. Oh, wow. She's nice. going to do the job. That shows yeah. how good my That's awesome. that is. That's why I asked <laughs> You were born because it says on your profile that you know your your um, your background. You said you're uh, Czech and Italian, so I asked if you're from the Czech Republic. I could not place your accent at all, but that shows how terrible my ear from for that is. Scotland never would have guessed. <laughs> but I mean, my last on the list. I was thinking right. like I'm Netherlands, wild, Germany. <laughs> yeah, I could not I could not uh, focus it down. And then um, I know I saw some of Carlos's background as well. He's worked a lot with with dialogue, it seems like, the creative dialogue and stuff. So, I mean, I, I assume a lot of it was a collaboration, but did you kind of like, um, maybe like, did you do some more of the, the bigger picture as far as writing goes? And then did he kind of focus some more on the dialogue or was it all just kind of collaborative through the whole thing? Well, he, um, well, what, what he's very good at is coming up with a, a snarky or snappy line in the in the right moment so we had a scene where an actress had to wait a little bit too long because the other actress were taking also a little bit too long and I said okay you know what let's just shoot a scene we didn't even have in the script uh which thankfully we did shoot and we just had a a gut feeling so we shot it and I said okay what you gonna say that makes sense later and and kind of knits the whole thing together still or makes it more authentic 
and he just came up with stuff like that or even when we had um, a dropout from our main actress for a while in one of the biggest scenes we sat down on Christmas and he came up with a couple of changes um, and also Carlos has worked on World of Warcraft uh, in dialogue not mm, in writing awesome. but in a technical way yeah. okay okay Definitely that's very different. interesting. Yeah, no, that's what, yeah. that's what I was reading about. I saw, you know, some Fallout New Vegas and, and Fallout 3 and um, World of Warcraft. I saw that. So I was just very curious about the writing side of things. That's always interested me. Oh, yeah. He's a very, he's a very good screenwriter. He he wrote Yeah, those two, those two are very different from me. I write very different things um, and I have a different style, but Evo and Carlos are very synced on in terms of um, writing a, a intriguing like mostly science fiction thriller story okay mm. well i mean i'm definitely interested in you know i'm big david cronenberg fan so body horror sounds very interesting i was curious uh being like an independent film how does that work with like a rating is it just unrated or not rated kind of thing or, or how, how does that end up working well now that we don't have to worry about that anymore we don't have a rating at all for okay, Cardano. No. Um, should someone pick it up, it depends on who it is and what they probably gonna cut. Because it is, in my opinion, it will be an R-rated picture because there's mm -hmm. certain scenes in there in terms of body horror, but also other things I think are not for younger children simply. Um, yeah, so I, I believe it, it depends on what they wanna do with it and how they wanna rate it. But so far, no way, no chance in hell I'm going to write any of this. It's just what it is. <laughs> right. I was just curious how that works. I did see in the trailer, there's that scene where um, uh, Augusta's take, I don't know if it's a razor blade or like a vial or something. She's pulling it out of her arm or if it's just a growth from whatever she gets infected with, um, the Toxica. Um, but I mean, you can tell it's going to have that kind of level, at least of it, it's definitely not PG. So um, if it were to be rated. So I was just curious how that worked with the, an independent side. Um, yeah, it's very interesting. It's decentralization yeah that's right true yeah. yeah yeah there are no rules yet that's that's <laughs> interesting right like you guys are setting first um uh, in a lot of different ways by doing this um especially for the movie industry like who can really come after you guys right this is a global the blockchain is global it's not anyone's yeah. you know so you guys make your own rules um and then obviously throughout different outlets you know people can kind of censor what they want to censor but um for you guys that's 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 part of that creative process you guys can do what you want to do and it, it makes its way to people who want to actually see it and there's no way for them to really have to worry about you not not getting the full experience from you guys it's interesting tom i've never thought of that too because i mean you know like being in the uk compared to like us in the states there's different rating systems we have rated r you got to be 18 or older i think uk is like 16 i think is, is the mm -hmm. limit or but it's got to be a pain when you're trying to work with these distribution companies and then they're like well to actually you need to cut this part out is too much blood for 10 seconds we need five seconds of blood or that's too much nipple for too long or whatever or too much butt cheek <laughs> you need to cut that down to three seconds to get it like within that rated r rated pg-13 we want to be pg-13 for distribution where now you can just no it's on the cardano blockchain it's it's everywhere and it's all over at once and you know the people that are are buying it to to enjoy it themselves can can deal with the the censorship on their end you know don't oh, yeah. your kids yeah well it's yes. also like other countries too right like there's some certain countries where they block it completely so yeah um mm -hmm. they don't even have access to it so on the blockchain you're able to get whatever you want to get so um i think that's a unique opportunity so for some people who may not be able to even have a chance normally to be able to see a movie like this they have that access automatically because it is on the blockchain um and sure. kind of kind of tying it back for some i guess 
you know, so how, how will this work as far as like the movie release? When I see the roadmap here, um, you know, you have your launch from March 21st uh, through the 28th for that season one drop in between there sometime in mid April before the actual release of the film, they'll have some sort of a film poster, like airdrop for the holders. And then after that, the actual movie releases on April 17th. How is that actual movie going to be distributed? Is it going to be distributed via an NFT link kind of same thing, or is it going to be on a website? How does that work? I think at the moment we we decided uh, we do it on our portal, so okay. you you get a link sort of uh, to to access the movie uh, mm-hmm. or, or the NFT itself. I think that is what we agreed on right now. Uh, we're okay. just talking about it to be honest. Still a bit of time, yeah. Um, but we I think we need to do some tests on what is the best quality because mm-hmm. I want it to be high resolution right. um, for everyone because you it will you will benefit from that. Yeah. Um, so we I think so far it is a link. Yeah, I mean, you okay. put that much work into it, you don't want it to be scaled sacrifice. back at all. You, yeah, you want exactly. You don't want to sacrifice any of that quality for the amount of work you put in. Like you said, your DP came in with all his fancy equipment and stuff. You got to play with all his toys on your movie. You don't want that kind of like taken away. You want the the full experience out there for everyone to to see it how you want it. So that makes a lot of sense. Um, and I know that is some things we've looked in ourselves, Tommy. Where you know, it's very cool what you're doing to tie this into NFTs, but the blockchain itself, the information you can get in there is a little limiting sometimes, at least especially when you're doing a, a full film. So um, that does make yeah. a lot of sense and sounds like one of the better ways to do it. Yeah, it's very think- cool. It's, it's a full feature. It's like 85 minutes, you know, it's yeah. high resolution. It has a lot of uh, elements. I think you would see just better like lighting or, for example, um, color shades or tricks up with the light we did it's all like i said it's all practical we did tricks with shadows and light and we had puppeteers from the dark crystal and the muppet show who helped us with a couple of things so it's going to be really a good experience but the higher the resolution the better the experience simply i think well i saw the one scene where she's walking with the um she's she's using a lighter to light her away like those kind of things yeah you wouldn't you know it's not not to say you couldn't, you know, but it's just not something you necessarily want to take in on your phone or something like that oh, on yeah. the blockchain. You want to watch it, you know, in its full glory uh, on a real screen and and really enjoy that um, and get that depth of color, like you said. Like you said, no, there it is. Okay, I'll, yeah, I like some of the behind the so scenes stuff. Sorry, scenes. yeah, yes. what we're seeing over here on the Twitter. I just wanted to bring those visuals up as well. Um, yeah, it's the, how we directed it and what the scene looks like. Uh, in contrast basically that's that's awesome to see yeah i, I love the behind the scenes stuff those are always so cool to see um prior so fascinating. To the movie. yeah and how was yeah. that being behind or behind the i mean not behind the camera this time you've been behind the camera but being the director this time was that a i mean is it something you're looking forward to like ready for the next one already or you think you may kind of take it easy on the next one go back to creative director or are you ready for the next one already Oh no, I, I've directed so many music videos and short Oh, films. that's right. Okay, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that was already but but taking on a feature is obviously a completely different beast. So you go with this you have to tackle it with a completely different mentality because you're not gonna wrap it in three days. It's mm-hmm. it's like I said, we, we live a little bit outside London, so we had to travel. Our crew and cast was in London, so they were like 40 minutes to location where we had two and a half hours. So sometimes we really ran to catch the last night train back home, slept on the train, went home, changed equipment and props, 
took a shower and went back four hours later just to be on set again, made food in between because we obviously cooked ourselves mostly to save a bit of money um, and also to keep them healthy because Carlos makes the best vegan burritos on the planet. So yeah. um, every, even non, even carnivores love that and it keeps you healthy so you don't constantly, you know, lose energy. Um, so that was very stressful and also I knew that I didn't have money to reshoot so when a scene went wrong it might have been that we didn't have the scene at all and if it was the wrong scene we might not even have a movie so it was super super stressful um so I was 120 percent prepared um I briefed everyone until they begged me to shut up just to make sure they're really really a hundred percent finished and, and done but our crew honestly kudos to them they all of them were 120 percent all of them that everybody nobody half-assed anything um so that was really really great we have a beautiful cast i mean these guys are now in in the netflix sandman tv show they were like here the lady in green was in game of thrones you know and um all of them are very very good wow so they are obviously very professional they they come prepared they yeah. don't they won't let you down then they do a lot of extra work and everything well, so that's one thing it does it doesn't doesn't look like it's uh, just a you know an internet like you know a project or something like that you guys you guys are, it looks amazing what you guys it looks like what you would expect from a feature film or a, a natural movie trailer out there so the fact that it's coming to a blockchain right now um, and it's not just some kind of gimmick that you guys are trying to do with NFTs. Uh, it's a whole whole different ball game out here. And you, I think you guys are kind of setting up first and kind of will be like the test uh, project for, you know, to see where this kind of goes in the future. Which I'll is be curious. Cool, yeah. cool space to be like you guys are the first mover inside the space. Um, so I think that's a really cool place to be because you haven't really explored that. We haven't really talked about anything like that and moving forward just in general and like anywhere. Um, you know, this is this is revolutionary for like all technologies, especially when it comes to the financial system. So being bringing movies, bringing music and all this, you know, eventually this is where all this is going to be. Um, at least that's why, you know, where we believe over here. Um, but for to actually see it starting to happen uh, is, is a cool thing and to hear from the people who are working on it. So I think um, for us, you know, I, so the NFTs, you know, we, we primarily deal with NFTs over on this channel, but to see the background for what you guys are doing um, is neat because I'll definitely now want to go ahead and check this out. Different um, than a monkey picture. That's for sure. Yeah. Right. Bit, you don't a, get little more to a little it. bit, yeah. a little, little bit yeah. more to it. That's, there's always a place for those things, but there's obviously, this is obviously you guys, this is something that you guys poured your heart out into. This is your creative vision and to be able to see it and utilize uh, the blockchain for it is amazing uh, to be able to express it in that way. Well, I'm, I'm oh, yeah. so behind it now, like the, just hoping for your success because of that, you know, we see all the cool things that hopefully NFTs might be able to bring. Um, some sound ridiculous and are like, I don't know if that'll ever be the future. And some like this, where you finding funding for certain projects and things like that, and also maintaining control in the creative's hands is a real application I could see for the future, like you said, Tommy. So, uh, I mean, just hoping this be successful and exciting to see what could come of it and you know other projects possibly um duplicating your, your methods here and also as you guys take actually serenity pictures further not just this movie itself but serenity pictures as a whole and and make more films or, or, or more projects and and if seeing that the cardano community embraces that to know that you have that kind of foundation to to support you would be it's going to be awesome thank you yeah i hope i hope so i just I just have a feeling that audiences really 
thirst for original ideas again you know it's it's become really sparse it's become either five five hundred million dollar blockbusters who are just rebooting remaking and so on sequeling prequeling um or tweak something else someone else's id ip and um on the other hand is is indie filmmakers like a lot of our friends who actually made some really terrific movies but nobody knows about them nobody sees mm. them because they just disappear and they barely make their little bit of money private money back you know they still have debt after years and years and we just want to go back into medium budget you know back in the days there was normal it was like you're 10 20 million you could make a terrific movie and an original movie that inspires other filmmakers because without a Steven Spielberg putting dinosaurs on the screen for the first time ever, mm. you, you wouldn't have, or like Indiana Jones or whatever, you, or Tim Burton, you wouldn't have any other uh, inspirations and you wouldn't have grown as filmmakers so much if you wouldn't have that. So someone has to, I'm not saying it's us, but someone has to just try something new mm-hmm. and just bring new ideas out there. And I think audiences not only deserve it, but I think they need it for their for their creative minds, for their brains, just to see something fresh every now and then. Yeah. Or they need to crave it. I mean, you look at the like if you were to use the top grossing movies of the past three years. I mean, sometimes I feel like I'm looking at a list from 1997 because it's all just reboots and prequels and sequels to movies that came out when I was a kid. And you know, Ghostbusters is on there. It's all Spider-Man's. You know, every every superhero. And there's nothing wrong with those. They have their entertainment value. But there is a time when I look at like, what's coming out? Is there any new movies out? And it's just like, I'm just not right now in the mood for these. I just want something different that gets me going in a different way. That makes me think or something. Just not these same things I've just been watching. Okay, that was good. But it's just going through the motions. It's the same formula. It's nice. It's going to be refreshing. Well, you got me thinking too, because, you know, nowadays everything has moved to that like streaming uh, mentality. Everybody wants to watch whatever they want to watch, but you're almost being forced now because I have a million different subscriptions now to all these different platforms to be able to watch these different movies that I want to watch. And it's like, you know, yeah, we've cut cable and all these different things, but I'm right back to the same cost I was because I had to get every single different app in order to be able to watch what I want to watch. Having a blockchain, you've got me thinking now, like what if we had the Cardano or just whatever kind of blockchain that you had, like the movie section where you'd be able to go to this website and find all the movies that are being released inside the blockchain and being able to mint it for a cost or rent it for a cost or whatever this could be going forward. Um, But you guys are kind of like the first mover in that aspect of being able to kind of pioneer and allow allow people to test that out. Um, You know, as these more marketplaces come into play, I mean, who, who's not to say, hey, you got the NFT art collection, but now you have the media collection with your music and you have your movies and all these different things. Um, that's kind of where this space can kind of go. Um, and I, I don't know, there's the possibilities are endless, but you guys are, I think, in the right spot, at least to be able to test the waters out. It would be wonderful. I would I would love it so much for graphic novels and everything. I mean, I'm, I'm also uh, I'm also an author. A published author and I see it's the same it's the same as in, in film industry and um, you know it's just a lot of gatekeeping and a lot of ideas you have nobody will ever read or see I mean we could right. make 10 other movies uh, I wanted to make a western a horror western for ages oh, yeah. and I couldn't get it funded and at some point I said okay I can't make it with with the finances I have so what else do I like what else do I enjoy and what else do I have right here in my own house and that was basically Toxica. Um, and the same with Carlos and Clay's Redemption, he wanted to make a really cool uh, science fiction thriller that is really creepy 
in a way and he made a, a proof of concept for it it's it's stunning you can actually watch that on on our discord and and the making of and it's beautiful and we know that these movies would look great but also will have a good story and maybe surprise you you know maybe lead you into a direction where you don't expect it and you know it's not foreseeable and predictable so yeah. we would love to down the road make more movies we got to push this toxica now i mean i'm i'm excited for that as well but i want this horror western movie i'm all excited about that yeah too. now you got me on like three other things so <laughs> well the, you got to get toxica going well the fun the fun part about this too is you can crowd it instead of crowdfunding a different way right and instead of here we come by you know support our movie now you have nfts to kind of be a new way to you see a lot of projects and things doing that is to buy in on the initial nft get the artwork going and tie it back into the product that you guys are trying to make and it's a new unique way to crowdfund people and to reward holders in the beginning of uh, this uh, early stages of the project. So with this actual season one drop, you know, you guys will be able to, you know, like you said, may hopefully make some of the money that you guys are looking to continue to fund and, and release what you guys are trying to do next. Um, I kind of wanted to move forward a little bit. Just um, once the NFTs, uh, April 17th hits, the movie gets released. Um, do you, have you guys thought about any plans after that? Or are you guys just solely focused on that deadline right now of that April 17th? And from there, you guys are going to kind of take a breath and then figure out where you're going next. Take a couple of days off, finally. A couple, right? Yeah. A couple of days off, as Ivo would say, is for pussies. So no. <laughs> there we go. All right, let's go. Um, <laughs> actually, everybody says that in, in Serenity. Yeah. But um, um, we, we do have a lot of ideas. We could go basically go through phase or season two and three as well. So we mm -hmm. have... Um, Carlos has a super secret idea I cannot tell you yet for season two. And I have a really funky, very groovy idea for season three, which I also cannot tell you now, but it will go beyond artwork simply. Okay. It will go into a little bit of a different direction, but still collectible, still um, linked to the movie, obviously. And yeah, we would, we would love, uh, even if we don't sell out on the movie, we will still do it because we are not, you know, we don't know, nobody can tell us if, what is the best way to tackle this? Right. We just have to really test the waters. We're basically a car in the fog with one headlight broken. It's just, we literally see 10 foot ahead and, and that's where we can drive. Um, so yeah, we, we will do two more seasons, yes. Okay. Um, and end of the year, we would love to shoot Carlos's second feature film. Um, which I can talk about, <laughs> okay. but um, after Carlos's film, I would love to be in a position to make my Western uh, because okay. I really love it and I'm absolutely cannot stop thinking about it. So that is a guarantee That's... for me to do it. Nice. Okay. So there is more than a future of that. Toxica is the start and then it leads into some new, new things. So you guys don't have any plans to slow down at all once this releases. No, because we really don't know what happens. I mean, we could do the right thing. We could do completely wrong thing. And we have mm -hmm. to re-navigate or re-reach as we change our path in, in season two and three. We, we don't know. And I mean, we talk to other filmmakers, but they just haven't done exactly the same thing. So we don't know. Um, so they're basically waiting for us to tell them what if I would have a finished feature film as an NFT and not episodic of short film as a ticket. And yeah, we, we just have to try and, and Toxica is, like I said, it's done. It's finished. Mm -hmm. Why not try? Why not try with something like that? Yeah. Well, so how awesome. many, um, I know we're wrapping, getting a little wrapped up here, but how many, uh, how many of these NFTs would I have to buy to become second lead in this uh, horror Western? <laughs> <laughs> or, or what well, about, we what can if we buy certainly... enough? 
Me and TJ will be a horse. You put us in a horse costume, he'll be the legs, I'll be the front. I want to be the front, no. <laughs> oh, I think I think we can talk about extras. <laughs> there you go. You have to have all of cool. all of them. <laughs> You're gonna fl- we're gonna fly you out over to London or somewhere to go shoot, Tom. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna shoot that in Alaska, guys. Tom Alaska. Be the drunk oh, guy oh, in the okay. hey, hey, Alaska, we can make that work. It's not a far trip from mm-hmm. Florida, you know. <laughs> uh well that's fun so i know you guys i'm looking over here after that so you have 2500 of these nfts launching next week on uh march 21st for the season one august to drop um and those will tie in with some air drops prior to the actual movie releasing on the 17th um and then i guess anybody uh just kind of like some of the final words getting into this as we wrap it up on the back end over here is what do you would you say to people who are you know kind of interested about this they're not too sure but um you know new investors who are potentially interested in this project what would you kind of say to them um, for anybody who's kind of on the fence? I would say you want to be part of some something historical, then you have to get on board right now there because we're not going to do it again. There you go. So, hey, you <laughs> yeah. got limit. This is your one chance. Don't Turn miss on it. first. Yep. There you go. Well, uh, Rona, I guess for anybody looking to get into this, um, you know, this project or to get into, you know, what you guys are doing, what's the best place to go ahead and contact you guys and find you guys? Well, I would say you can get in touch with us on uh, Discord for sure. Um, mm-hmm. That's always a good way. So Carlos is uh, there with me. I'm I'm there. Uh, Evo and Retro NFTs. If you have more technical questions, definitely. Um, we are always and nonstop on Twitter. So you can mm-hmm. always reach out to Serenity Pictures NFT on Twitter. Um, if you want to, you can check out our Instagram. We have Toxica underscore movie, or is it without underscore? Anyway, Toxica movie with the same PFP and you find a daily blog. So every single shooting day is um, basically written and filed as a, as a daily blog. So you literally read how we made the movie. Oh yeah, that's basically wow. it. Okay. Well, that's good to hear um, all those different options over there. I know I checked, took a look at the Instagram. The Instagram is actually very um, cool to see some of the behind the scenes. And then uh, I'll make sure to go ahead and when we when this video does drop, we'll drop all the links in the description for everybody to find you. Um, I definitely am looking forward to uh, the drop over there. I love being part of new things inside this space. I'm, I've pretty much jumped into all kinds of different projects that we've done. Uh, but this is such, such a unique one. Um, for what you guys are doing like we just talked about i think i've gotten more ideas just even listening to what you guys have been building and then ideas pop in the head of where this kind of could go uh so it's it's definitely interesting and i definitely will be there on mint day um so if anybody's listening out there make sure you guys go ahead and check out serenity pictures um and jump into the discord you know because i'm i'm excited so i'll be uh, you'll definitely catch me in there um and it's hard to keep up in all these discords i don't know if you've gotten involved in any of this the cardano space like i've got 900 discords now uh, since from doing these different NFT projects uh, throughout the past few months. Um, so I don't know if you got a chance to experience that part of it yet. I see you in a lot of Twitter spaces too, um, recently. Yeah, I try to find friends and, and allies and see yeah. who's, who's on side on, in Team Toxica. Oh, by the way, talking about it, here is the film slate of Toxica with our very last take on it. Oh, that's wow. awesome. I was, yeah, I was looking at that in the background there. I didn't see that. That's that's the very last one. That's very cool. That's a little memorabilia right there. Shooting day twenty nine. Twenty nine. Oh wow. So when when almost when did the month film... of filming? Okay. Wow. Yeah. When was yeah. the actual wrap date of the film? You know, or um, what time frame? Literally three days before uh, the first lockdown in the UK, and oh, wow. nobody oh, knew. Wow. Nobody knew. 
we had no idea we all thought because everybody was sick obviously afterwards and everybody thought we were detoxing after shooting but we shot three months but not every day um so basically hence like a month but over three months um and the rest of the time was preparation testing you know like making props and everything um and sewing the costumes and yeah we wrapped there and then we spent the entire lockdown uh and pandemic for um score composition i mean we have a school composer who worked on westworld season three and also awesome yeah and he also is now on a dc animated short film which is i'm very very proud of him he's so young but he's so 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 good um yeah the uh, sound design which is very very fine-tuned in the movie and it needed to be very very um tailored to every single second of the movie um, Carlos edited the whole thing. He's a marvelous editor. Yeah. So everything, color grading. Yeah. I can Did imagine. You know I, like I said, your journey probably changed so much after that wrapped up over there. So it's crazy to see where it's come and kind of led you to. Um, and I think, you, like you said, you guys are in a good space and it's something unique inside the space uh, just in general. So I think whatever it is that happens from it, I think it'll be good. Um, you know, just in general for whether it be Cardano, whether it be for you guys or whether it just be for blockchain movies in the future. Um, hopefully everyone yeah 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 so i know we'll be there supporting it so uh, again we appreciate uh rona your time for jumping on and thank you for uh hitting us up to go ahead and set this up i'm glad we got a chance to talk thank you for inviting me it means a lot i'm really looking forward i was looking forward to that for ages (laughs) oh yeah no (laughs) thank you very much (laughs) well we really appreciate it it was great talking with you um and we'll make sure next week march 21st to go ahead and check out the august season one drop um over on cardano guys it was great this has been another freedom 35 or sit down we'll catch you guys on the next one